Welcome to Surge, Create Portage County's Business Accelerator Program, which is connecting ideas to the power of community in central and north central Wisconsin. Over the next few weeks, we'll interview 27 entrepreneurs about their ideas and connect you, their neighbors, to them. We've got an exciting round of ideas this year, and we cannot wait to see which ones come to fruition. Surge is sponsored by Prevail Bank, always encouraging our community to pursue what's possible. Matt and Ryan have been working together for several years developing fraud protection methods, shielding people's hard-earned finances. They're using their strong partnership to add another layer to fraud protection through their business, Domain Alarm. All right, we've got Matt and Ryan from Domain Alarm in. Uh, welcome to both of you. Yeah, hi. Hey, thanks for being us. Yeah, excited to get to meet you. I am not the most familiar with, the, with, your, uh, with your company, but it sounds like you've already got a start. Uh, do you mind sharing uh, your idea uh, with me and what makes it unique? Yeah, so I want to start in with our mission. Uh, when we built Domain Alarm, our mission was to reduce global fraud and waste losses by providing innovative software, risk mitigation policies, and fraud awareness programs to all organizations. So this is helping businesses protect their customers in the long term. Yeah, and what we have decided on is to focus on two key cybersecurity focused ways that fraudsters steal money. Uh, and and I, I do want to take a little bit of time to explain these because a lot of people might not know. Uh, so there are these two very specific ways people steal money using uh, a computer. Uh, one of them is called phishing, which a lot of us are familiar with phishing. So that is essentially, hey, I send you an email or send you a text message and I say, there's a problem with your bank account. Uh, just click here and log in. Well, that ends up not being your actual bank account's website. You end up putting your uh, username and password in there. And now that criminal might log into your online banking on your real bank's website and then steal the money. So phishing is very prevalent. I am sure uh, most people have received a phishing email and most people usually get one every day or every couple of days. Uh, and there's, there's different levels of, I guess, uh, sophistication. So sometimes it's very obvious, like you look at that link or you look at that email and there's misspellings and things. But what we're looking for are actually some of the more sophisticated fishers. These are ones who create an actual website name. So if your bank's name was examplebank.com, they might do example-bank.com, register that domain name, send that out. And now uh, it's a little bit easier for you to get tricked by that. So that's one form of, uh, of, of cybercrime that we're looking to prevent. The other one is called business email compromise. You'll also hear it called business email spoofing um, or BEC or BES. This one is a little bit more complicated, but it's also really effective. And this targets businesses. So picture that you have a business. Again, we'll say that your business name is example. And uh, let's say that you have the domain name example.com. And uh, let's pretend that you work in accounting. So what will end up happening is the criminal will make will buy a new domain name or website name. In this case, it might be example.co because example.com and example.co are very similar. And what they'll do is they'll send an email to you and they'll make that email say that it's coming from the CEO of your company. And let's say you work in accounting or you're the CFO and the CEO says, hey, we have a secret merger or a secret acquisition that we're working on. We need to wire funds as part of this. I'm not at my desk right now. Can you handle this for me? 
The email is coming from this, this fake domain name, but if you don't look very closely, you're not gonna necessarily notice that. So what ends up happening is that you're actually talking to a criminal, you end up wiring those funds, and now a criminal has uh, stolen money from the business. This is so prevalent that last year, $1.9 billion in losses occurred in the United States alone from this particular type of fraud. So those are the two kinds of fraud that we're very specifically trying to detect and help businesses prevent. All right, so I need to get you guys some capes. That sounds like <laughs> a major problem here, and especially as the tech industry continues to grow and businesses are online more. Yeah, and the internet's only growing, right? So there's there's hundreds of thousands of domains added a day. <laughs> and out of those, there's thousands that are phishing and targeting brands that you know uh, and companies you know locally. So that's something that we're looking at every single new website registered and deciding if it's affecting our customers or um, our community at all. So I heard you talk about banks first off and then, and then businesses as well. We see a few different category of customers. Are you trying to cater your services to more of one or the other? Right. So our, our customer segment is, like you said, it's not individuals. And that makes it a little tough on selling to businesses and organizations. Um, we are targeting the finance industry as a whole. So this includes banks and credit unions, but also insurance companies and uh, fintechs or uh, you know, um, online versions of banks and uh, credit unions. So it's, it's everyone in the finance industry or that has a login portal at all that they're trying to protect. Um, this is one area where uh, B2B is, is, is a different, uh, different marketplace. It's, it's selling to different people. You're still selling individuals, but it's uh, finding the right one in an organization that uh, really understands the problem and, and can get that solution for them. Yeah. And when we talk about targeting uh, and who, who would buy our product, like Matt said, we have the, the traditional banks and credit unions. So of course their targets for phishing. Uh, but we also have the insurance industry. They're not only targets for phishing, uh, but also they are uh, they insure companies. And in some cases, we we believe that our product can be used to help reduce risk of the customers of those insurance companies. So they're able to actually detect, hey, this company might be being targeted by this business email compromise. We should let them know and reduce claim volume and reduce uh, you know losses due to claims. So. Those are the sorts of things that we think about when we look at how do we get our product out there and how do we help protect more people and companies. Are you guys working with a set amount of companies already? Yeah, so we've had some companies uh, sign up through our beta program and we've been working with them to show them alerts, see what's valuable and what's not valuable. Um, outside of that, we, we did have a local bank that was being fished. We happened to see it. Uh, we had, since we're scanning every domain, we happened to come across this one when we were looking at uh, other other uh, problems. So we we reached out to that bank and said, "Hey, we'd love to help you fix this problem. This is going to be targeting individuals right here in Central Wisconsin. Can can we help you take this down?" And through the course of twelve hours, we were able to um, take down that site and stop anybody from actually going to it. So that was a success story locally. Um, and so, yeah, we're working to build our customer base right now. And to, to further kind of Matt's point there, one thing that's really unique about what we're doing is that we don't have, if a, if a company wants to be protected by our product, 
there is no integration as we'd call it in, in, uh, in the IT world. Like we don't need to set up any kind of special technology where they have to run some software on their side or connect to our software. They just need to give us the name of their website, their domain name. Because of that, we're actually able to watch for uh, particular trends in phishing. Like we can take the top 50 biggest banks in the United States, which we do. And we watch those domains and look for phishing pages because we start to understand though, how, understand now how the, the fishers work and, and how the fraudsters are actually committing fraud. And, and what Matt was talking about, we were already in conversations with this financial institution in central Wisconsin. So we're watching, we're using our own product to watch for them. And that's when we stumbled across that, uh, that phishing page. But our beta customers have are, are, are large and small financial institutions right now who are being targeted. And we are actually detecting real phishing pages for them in, in a lot of cases before their other phishing detection vendors are finding it. When we talk about cybersecurity, we talk about uh, layers. So think of a castle, like uh, a castle isn't just a moat and then, you know, where the king lives in the center. You build walls and you build layers and there's these uh, these layers of defense. Because of that, a business that has one phishing detection or one BEC detection, uh, they might want another one because there's overlaps and gaps that you want to cover. And, and that is really unique for our business as well because it's like, I'd say it's kind of like shoes, right? You probably buy more than one brand of shoes and that's just fine. Uh, in this case, you can have more than one of these products protecting the business. So it sounds like you're proactively tackling the problem. Yeah, well, the, the proactive approach is not just, you know, in um, looking at what's out there today, but it's also um, proactively targeting the criminals. So uh, when a criminal is going to try to get someone's credentials for a specific, let's say a specific bank, um, they have to go through a bunch of steps, setting up their infrastructure, and then getting um, customers to go to the website and then fill in their information. Um, we're targeting the one of the most early stages of them actually buying their website and setting it up. So if we can get them before people are actually going to it, that's that's huge of getting ahead of the problem. And that's not something that um, everyone can say today in the banking world. A lot of times you find out there's a problem once you have customers reporting that they were fished or that they've lost money. And that, that same thing works for the business email compromise side, which is, you know, any business can be targeted. A lot of times businesses don't know they were targeted until they've received that first email or until they've actually wired funds. We're detecting those domains before they're even able to set up email in most cases to actually send out those emails. Uh, so you, you're a, a team of two and you gave me a, a little bit of a history. You guys have a pretty, uh, pretty tight personal relationship. What makes you the two right people to be launching this? Matt and I have had a history of, like we talked about, working together for a long time. And uh, we were working together at one of the top 50 banks in the United States. Uh, and we actually had a problem that we needed to solve. And that problem was wire fraud. In this case, it's more general. Anybody stealing money from customers uh, using a wire transfer. So that does cover phishing and it does cover BEC, but it also covers other types of fraud. Matt and I together uh, at this bank built, designed, architected, and built this big data and machine learning solution to detect wire fraud. Uh, and it, it went into, uh, into production use and has caught to the state uh, tens of millions of dollars of fraud and, uh, and prevented those losses. And through that work, 
we really learned a lot about fraud and through working for banks, we learned a lot about phishing and BEC because we watched it every single day. We watched customers, businesses of all sizes, small and very large businesses lose millions of dollars, literally millions of dollars, these types of, uh, these types of fraud. So we were very passionate about trying to stop it. Right. And one problem is that it's so easy for the criminals to do. This is, this is a low risk, uh, easy entry for criminals just to start sending emails out to people or start setting up websites. Um, so since it's so easy, we want an easy solution to prevent it too, right? <laughs> it can't, it can't take uh, hanging uh, on a wire to do. Um, and so our, our goal in the end is just to stop criminals from taking advantage of people, especially those in our community. Uh, so you're a team of two and it sounds like you're, you're pretty set. Um, but what skill sets or connections do you think would be helpful to you at this point in building the main law? Yeah. So we've been really great at building our product and making sure it works. That's, that's an important piece of the business, right? Our intellectual property, but we really need uh, help uh, in a couple ways. So one of them is a sales and marketing uh, person to really get the word out and a platform. Part of our mission is educating people about these risks and that they're out there so that they can do something about it, whether it's our solution, something they dream up or, uh, or something else they need to know that it's a problem before they can address it. And so uh, if there's a podcast or, uh, um, yeah, exactly, or a magazine or, or a newspaper that you want this message out in, we're absolutely happy to do that. Um, one example is CAP Services. We're doing a presentation about fraud risk to small businesses in April. So uh, we'd love to do more of those in the community. It's a big point and I'll, I'll even, uh, repeat what Matt said, we, we care about education, regardless if it's for buying our product. Part of the problem with fraud is that people aren't aware of the ways that fraudsters take advantage of them. So we want to teach people about it. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they need to buy our product. Getting that message out there helps everybody become safer. And, and also to, to, that, to Matt's point, you know, we, we are definitely looking for more businesses to partner with, whether they're banks, credit unions, fintechs, uh, or even uh, even insurance companies. You know, we're looking for ways that we can help protect customers, help protect people. Uh, you know, and, and in a lot of cases, there are businesses out there that have things in place. We talked about that castle analogy. They might have different layers. One one that's really common is called two-factor authentication. You go to log in, you get a text message, right, with the uh, the code. So that's really great. But our product is still really important because. The criminals in some cases actually will ask for that two-factor code as well. And what they're actually doing is in the background, they're just logging into the online banking while you're logging into their phishing page. So we want to encourage people to have layers of protection. We want to encourage people to understand that not any any one solution is not a silver bullet for stopping fraud. And that's part of that education. Thank you so much for giving me uh background on, on you two and the organization that you're building. Uh, is there anything else that you'd like to share? Uh, I guess, you know, we, we do have a website. It's domainalarm.net, uh, all one word, and feel free to, to check it out. We've got some videos on there that talk about the different problems and walk through kind of how our solution addresses them. And just take time if you haven't heard of these particular types of fraud, especially that business email compromise, Re, re, do a little bit of reading on it. It's a it's a huge problem, and it's only getting bigger. When COVID hit, uh, it became easier to commit business email compromise because now people are working remote. 
Yeah, so, and the SEC has saw a 35% increase in fraud reports since COVID hit. So <laughs> it's only going up. Absolutely. So take some time, especially if you work in finance of any sort for a business or in the financial industry, uh, read up on business email compromise, no ways that you can identify it because the only way that we're going to help stop this problem is by working together to make the criminals lives harder. Yeah. And if you're an individual out there, make sure that you ask your bank what they're doing to protect you against BEC and phishing. Awesome. Well, thank you, Matt and Ryan. I appreciate you taking the time to talk about domain alarm. We're all excited that you are out there building this for us. And uh, again, thank you for tuning in today. Well, thank you for having us. This is fun. Matt and Ryan are already getting ahead of fraudsters left and right and are still able to take time to educate more of our community about current fraud methods. How cool is it to have these offenders looking out for us? If you would like to join their team, patronize their business, or send along an encouraging note, please visit createportagecounty.org backslash surge and fill out the form attached to their episode. Ideas are built in community, so make sure to get in touch with our participants. Surge is brought to you in partnership with the Small Business Development Center, CAP Services, and so many of our community members. Lastly, thank you to Prevail Bank for helping us pursue what's possible. Surge, which idea will prevail? Yeah,